Hey, golf fans, ESPN Plus is the exclusive home of PGA Tour Live, the only way to stream the PGA Tour all season long. ESPN Plus offers four unique feeds so you can watch the golf how you like, stream the main feed, a TV-style broadcast showing you the best shots on the course, or follow every single shot from Rory, Rom, and all your favorite players with the featured groups feed. Want to spend all day watching the world's best take on the famous 17th at Sawgrass? The featured holes feed is for you. Stream over 35 tournaments every year from the Waste Management Phoenix Open to the players to the FedEx Cup playoffs. It's all on ESPN+. Plus. Sign up now at ESPNplus.com slash golf. We get in the first team, these two young kids are, you know, they're on the, it's a, you know, pro and a scratch. Or they're a lot younger. Uh, everyone is now. And I go back to their team. And I said, hey, guys, uh, see that tee about 30 yards up? That's where I'll be. And they're like, <laughs> what do you mean? Come on, you, you, you played professional, blah, blah, blah. I said, listen, I earned it. Welcome back to The Loop. I'm Alex Myers. As always, I'm joined by Steve Hennessy, Christopher Powers. We've got a very fun guest today. The one and only Rocco Mediate will be joining us in a bit. Of course, this is a huge week, though. I God, I always forget. I, I wanted to have that player's theme song. Uh, <laughs> I, I blew it, but it, it is. That's really your favorite. Good. I love it. It's like my new favorite. It is good. Honestly, the U.S. Open, Yanni, and Celebration of Man is the GOAT. But this is like a young GOAT. Uh, in terms of sports theme song. Anyway, uh, uh, we've got the Players' Championship coming up, so we will get into that as well. But first, a huge week at the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Uh, a lot of big dogs, and they got taken down by a big underdog, Kurt Kitayama, the man with the big quads. As we learned, Quadzilla the quad father love this dude five foot seven hits at a mile um and man he showed a lot of guts down the stretch guys he everybody was expecting him to fold he was the only person who made a putt in the last two hours of the day i mean it was remarkable every putt just like creeping and crawling around the hole lipping out whatever he made that putt on 17 he won the tournament and then he almost made the one on 18 um steve cp your thoughts on kurt kitayama taking down uh, the latest designated event. Just heartbreaking stuff for those of us who had anyone <laughs> That's else. true, too. That's I true. Mean, uh, More importantly, us. Yeah, us. <laughs> and everyone, because no one bet Turk Kiyama, yeah. even though he was 301 at Circa before the tournament, which is crazy. Um, and he had those, those three runners up in the last you know year. So you, know, you kind of see it coming, but not in that field. It's nice to see a non-star win a designated event um it kind of you know makes me wish that next year like the fields were bigger because you could have stories yeah. like this you know yeah. he would have been in this field because he was top 50 in fedex before but almost not and you know to rob someone like this of having a career changing victory i mean you know you could say what you want about it i, I think it's kind of unfortunate so um but yeah more importantly we, we lost our bets so that was my biggest takeaway yeah, I agree with Steve. They're pretty unfortunate um, that it's changing next year. They got, you know, I know there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. They've been talking about this for a while, 2024, but they got to be having a little uh, regret, remorse or whatever, watching this stretch play out the way it, the way it has played out. 
I mean, and even when you get the long shot winner, that was that was the best Sunday so far, I think. And we've had some unbelievable Sundays already. So it kind of feels like they are breaking a model that uh, does not need fixing at the moment, which is pretty unfortunate. Um, we'll see how next year shakes out. But yeah, it sucks that, uh, I mean, that was that was really, really fun. Riviera was unbelievably fun. Waste management was fun and they're kind of changing it. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that right now. Yeah. yeah, it is weird. We're on a great run right now with some of these finishes, other than the gambling, of course. Uh, Steve, you know, we were on Hovland pretty nicely. CP on Tyrrell Hatton, who had the lead, right, and and then gave it back. Hovland had the 54-hole lead or co-lead, did nothing. And then Got back in it. Who has a chance. And then perfect drive on 16, the easiest hole in the course. It's basically a par four. He's got a 178 in. I'm like, birdie's out honestly disappointing at this point and yep. he chunks a nine iron into the water like we all talk about his chipping and this and that how in the world like that was the most amateur shot of the tournament to hit well i speed hit some amateur t-shots let's let's be honest, some snipe hooks but hovland what a disaster i mean we love the guy but british open he killed me Last yep. year, he killed me. This it's like every time I'm on him, it's not just a loss, but it's just like heartbreak city with him. I, I just don't know if I can ride him against Steve. Would you go back to the Hovland wagon? It, it's just tough. It's it's definitely tough. Um, and for it not to be a short game thing was was tough. Yeah. I mean, he had some really good short game shots the whole week and on the weekend too. Um, I I will go back though. I you know I was burned at Bay Hill last year like you, but. His ball striking is just so good. He he's gonna get it done. Um, you know that that was like fluky to me that he chunks the nine iron. I don't know. Yeah. That wasn't even close. Not even um, close to make that bit of a swing in that spot. I mean that that was that was pretty much a choke. And we needed Johnny Miller on the call to oh god call what it was. that that and and Hatton three putting from from fifteen feet on twelve is just those Ooh. are the two spots. I you know, we could have been in a playoff, all three of us going at it in uh, yep. in our group chat. But uh, oh, that would have been they both, <laughs> they both they both fumbled the bag uh, pretty badly. Crazy that drive Hovland hit on sixteen. Uh, did did anyone uh, did anyone no, see it? it? Is there nobody video saw footage it. of it? I was just gonna say they show Kitayama, and I see Hovland in front of him by about thirty <clears> yards, and I'm like, holy shit, is that his drive? Like, what happened? I don't know. Or, or did he hit a bad one and punch out? And then they show him they're like second shot, one seventy, and I'm like, how do you not show the drive? And I know, I know you mentioned they didn't show that Hatton's drive on eighteen. Also, did anybody else on eighteen with the angle they were showing? You had no. I mean, I get it. It's kind of, yeah. but like every time they hit the ball, I had no clue where they're going. Like some, oh, oh is that a? Yank they do it on six too. It's like okay. your your life is hanging in the balance. <laughs> you have no you have idea. To read they the spin they go from the, the side. It's like, oh my yeah. god, it's dead. And then, and then finally Kitayama hit his and they're like, oh, that's way left or something. And I was like, look, just like the other ones. I had no, no differential on there. So that was bad. Dude, Rory fumbled the bag. Spieth fumbled yeah. the bag. Choke fest. A lot of, it was a choke fest. The only, English did not fumble the bag. He had a couple yeah. of opportunities to yeah. make, but he didn't, but he played solid. But, but maybe four or five guys choked this away. Um, which you love to see. I mean, that's the drama. I mean, that's it's the best. Honestly, it's really. Rory like, doesn't like it, but we like yeah. it. Yeah. I, I was really exciting. But yeah, you mentioned the coverage. We do have to mention it because we've been very, uh, we've praised 
TV coverage this year, especially CBS with all the, you know, the mid round interviews. I know NBC did it with uh, Fowler as well this week. So we love that stuff. Um, early in the week, there was, or was that last week, the, the driving rage interview with Vijegas, I guess that was last week. Anyway, we've seen a lot of great stuff with TV this year, but this was bad. Um, you don't see key tee shots. You see some things with the two thirds box playing through. Yeah. Playing through. Oh. Uh, I get that golf's hard and it's really hard when there's seven or eight guys who are like in the, again, how this wasn't a playoff yeah. Yeah. crazy, but come on. I mean, you got, you can't, we can't not see important shots. I, they, I thought the, up until up to this, that point, the Harris English approach on 18 was like the most important shot of the tournament up to, you know, there's still guys behind him, but yeah, you know, he and his caddy are having a conversation that's just happening on playing through. Like we would love, we would all love to hear that insight, what, what they're going through, where they want to land it. And it's like, adobe acrobat commercial and some mercedes-benz commercial that we've seen 50 times already on the broadcast yeah, yeah. and they they barely they do the screen wipe that's the worst part they do the screen wipe like when things are happening and then they literally got back right as he's taking the club back they almost missed the shot completely in playing through it's just like so it's I know you're right. There was a lot of guys in the mix, but a lot of guys, but I don't know. It doesn't seem that hard to just and see like, all the key shots on Sunday. It's not asking that much, is it? With and then with 10 minutes left in the coverage, they pulled away to like an Arnold Palmer, like two minute long like video feature, and then like Hicks brought them back in. It's like, wait a second. <laughs> we we just missed like Hovland's T shot on 18, which didn't matter mm-hmm. too much. But all these other important things, like now you choose to bring in like this special and we didn't even talk about Jimmy Roberts. I mean it, <laughs> I flipped crazy. it on at one point and he's like standing next to some trophy case. It's like what this has to do with <laughs> The final round action, I have no idea, but it should be banned from from final <laughs> round coverage. These pre-pack, save them for Saturday. Get them out of the way, like, first thing Saturday. Yes. I don't know. but I know. And again, um, it, it, it's unfortunate because they, you never know what's going to happen, and I know they need the extra time in case there's a playoff or whatever. But then they had, like, 45 minutes to kill afterward, and it's like yeah. they could have showed all these other yeah. shots. Like it, I mean, again, it's it's very difficult, but – I think they they dropped the ball. As well. I, so I don't want to. I, I think we should all pump the brakes on CBS. Uh, CBS. I don't want them to get complacent. They've done no, a very no, good no, job no, no, so no. far. Let's no. keep it up, CBS, because yeah. they have they have somehow. I, I think a couple of years ago we were all NBC oh. is, is light years ahead, and now it has flipped on a dime. So um, well, Miss Malpy, Miss Malpy, dearly exactly. Well, NBC so. for a while forever had Johnny and yep. and Malpe, obviously so even though we weren't really even just subconsciously, you just, it's hard. It was hard to put CBS ahead of that. It just, it was too good. But now without mm-hmm. those guys, you start to see the cracks a little. Um, you start <laughs> to notice the commercials more. You start to notice that they really don't have that much innovation or anything. So you, you do start to to notice these things more and it, and it's unfortunate. And, and yes, CBS is not like the whipping boy anymore. I mean, CBS is, is doing a great job. So um that's in the nbc's grill they need to step it up they need to come back it's got to be like a live pga tour situation yeah cw might have gone over uh nbc i I only watched five minutes last week but it's the number three uh 
golf broadcast. That, that's a tough scene. Um, <laughs> what else do we need to talk about here? Uh, you know, great tournament, terrible gambling losses for us. Uh, two, just two major gaffes from Rory. Yes. Rory, Rory with opinion. the Rory with the leaderboard. Go ahead. And no one will give him any shit for. Him. I'm not saying I'm the guy to do it, but um, well, I tried to give it to guy too, and I'm I'm getting shit. It's like incredible. It makes- oh, the people that come to his defense, like all I'm saying is like I don't know. It seems like an uncompetitive thing from a competitor to not look at the leader. And I get the whole Bob Rotella, you know, focus Scott Fawcett, focus on and golf is focus on what you can control type sport. So I would have been fine if Rory had said that, but where he went wrong was he said, I would have, if had I looked, I would have done something there. If he didn't, exactly. once he said exactly. that, it's like, well, then exactly. you're, you're doing it all wrong. Exactly. Because as people have pointed out that those par threes, you shouldn't be aggressive there. You should be playing right. for the center of the green, playing for the pars. He admitted that a, he didn't look at the leaderboard. So he didn't know he was leading the tournament with five holes to play. And then that B, it affected the shot he played. Now you could still yep. say, well, maybe he still would have hit it there or this or that. That's fine. But he, you're right. He gave us an opportunity to rip him by being so honest and saying it affected his strategy that he would have done differently. Now, again, he could have played for the center of the green and still made a bogey. We don't know that. But he went for an aggressive shot when he didn't need to, and he made a bogey. And then he made a bogey in the next hole, and he lost the tournament mm-hmm. by one shot. So... Again, I get it. There might be some younger guys who are like coached that way, which I think is ridiculous to not look at the leaderboard. This is Rory McIlroy's one twenty three twenty. Yeah, is this a thing he's, he's always done? I can't believe that. Exactly. Like I don't. He's not some. He's not Kirk Kitayama. He's Rory <laughs> McIlroy, and he's saying he didn't look at the leaderboard. That to me is like mind blowing. And I know you guys are a little young. One of the first majors I ever watched was the ninety four British Open. And I remember it because of Jesper Parnovic with his flipped up yep. hat and Nick Price was battling right. him. I remember I was watching with my grandpa and he was he was rooting for um for Jesper for some reason. And then they found out after that he didn't know he was tied. I think he was tied and he went for an aggressive shot and he bogeyed. He lost the tournament. And he and everybody killed him. They killed it was like unheard of that he wouldn't look at the leaderboard. And um he looked, he never won a major in his whole career. That was his one <laughs> chance. So again, Rory. He'll win other tournaments, but like if that's really widespread, Steve, do you really think that's widespread that there are guys who I get not looking at the leaderboard on like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, maybe, but Sunday afternoon? That's crazy. That's crazy, especially with how crowded that leaderboard mm-hmm. was right. too. And you know, he had to have known based on how he was playing and based on how the course was playing, like he must be near the lead. I don't know. I kind of read into that as sort of an excuse and like. Yeah. You know, the foot just happened to slip on this swing that I made a really aggressive play. And so I don't know. I feel like it was a convenient uh, telling of the truth. That That's how I read it. Fair enough. I'm the type of guy who literally, when we get to the green, when I'm playing with people, I'm like, okay, you're hitting five, you're hitting six, you're hitting three. Yeah. You know how you like, I know what everyone, everyone's doing. Yeah. So that's what I was, that's what I pointed out to someone. They're like, well, you can't really affect anybody in golf you're you're playing the you're the course and and, yeah, and you I can't, said, you can't and I sack said, the quarterback i said I, I said fine but what about match play then 
Wouldn't yeah. that be like playing a match against someone and then not looking and <laughs> getting and finishing the hole and being like, okay, what did Don't you tell me? Don't tell the me. The whole point is you play off the other people. Now, again, if you want to tell me there's eight guys, you can't worry about eight different guys, fine. But once you have the lead, if it makes you take on a shot that you don't need to take on, which again, he admitted saying as much, that to me is just ridiculous. So bad job, Rory. Um, very bad job. That, yeah, that and saying that that we didn't find yesterday entertaining, which is what he was implying. It was just insane. We love it. We love the podcast. And, 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 it, and it makes, like, I was out doing stuff or whatever. I saw Rory got off to a slow start. He was three or four back. The next thing I know, it's someone texts me, Rory's in the lead. I'm like, what? And it's like, you make two birdies and everybody else makes a couple bogeys and you and you see incredible. It means a lot. It should, it should mean a lot. Some, right. of these, some of these, you know, every other week events, it's like, all right, the five leaders are all going to shoot five under, you know, maybe someone will shoot seven under and catch them. It doesn't, you know, it's not entertaining. Last yesterday reminded me of um, the open at Brookline with, I mean, Scotty took the lead yeah. and Fitzpatrick yep. got the lead and Zalatoris got the lead because there's movement, constant movement. movement. Like that's, that's the best. I don't know. Right. I don't know. What you have, you have like the, the birdie bogey two shot swings. Yep. Like, yeah. It's. You yeah. don't get that at, at the American express. Sorry. No. Like that's just not, it's just not. The same. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's get to our chat with uh, Rocco Mediate, who obviously uh, knows a thing or two about winning tournaments as well. I, I, look, I guarantee you Rocco looking at the leaderboards when he was in the hunt. Uh, so good for him. Definitely. By the way, amazing interview. Did the whole thing walking around his garage. Chaos. In a soda. Smoking a cigar. Car, spitting, lighting it, clubs. spitting. Yeah, like gripping clubs, doing this, that. I mean, showing us his driveway. I, ha- well done. And the guy's shoveling his own drive. I love you. Get, love it. What a great guy. What a great uh, guest. We really appreciate him joining us. Please have a listen to our chat with Rocco Mediate. What is up, Loop listeners? It is springtime. It is getting warmer out. It is golf season. There is no better time to buy Golf Digest schools. This is Golf Digest's home for golf instruction. Tons of golf lessons from some of the best coaches and PGA Tour players in the world. For all parts of your game, we're talking Butch Harmon, Tiger Woods, Justin Thomas, you name it. My personal favorites, John Rahm talking about his draw, which is obviously working for him these days, and Michael Breed's coin in the cavity of the putter trick, which helps you drop more long putts. Everybody wants to drop more long putts. You could get private golf lessons for $200 plus per lesson, easy, or you could get Golf Digest Schools, which will give you access to over 750 video lessons from some of these top PGA Tour pros and coaches for less than a dollar a day. That's pretty easy math. Oh, and you get 30% off with promo code SPRING. That's all caps, S-P-R-I-N-G, SPRING. That offer ends Monday, March 13th. Go to schools.golfdigest.com to sign up now. All right, we are excited to welcome six-time PGA Tour winner, four-time PGA Tour Champions winner, um, and he's got a new radio show coming up, uh, <laughs> Rocco Mediate. Rocco, thanks for joining us today. How are you doing? Good, lads. How are you guys? Doing great. It's cold so, out here. Yeah, where are you? Where, where are you coming from? Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. 
You got that's more snow. You ever see that snow? No, we see snow all the time, but that's more. Where are you right now? I'm in Minnesota. Oh, South wow. Here, okay. Minnesota. Okay. Yeah. We had a little seven inches last night. That was fun. Oh. Wow. Yeah. So do you, do you, um, I know you've had some, some back stuff. Do you do the shoveling? Do you do the, the blower? What do you do? I do. I do it all. I do it all. Wow. wow. Good for wow. you. Yeah. You see that driveway? Yeah. Looks, <laughs> looks good. Yeah, I do. That looks my, pristine. My, my, my back is fine. Now. I got no issues. Oh, that's great. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. been a while. Yeah. Okay. Good, good, good. Um, all right. Well, I know you celebrated kind of a milestone birthday a couple months ago, the big six. Yeah. How, how, how's everything? How are you feeling? Everything's good. I, I, it's weird. It's like, it's a weird number. Yeah. Um, I was playing in, um, uh, let me try to think of what I'm saying. We were Greyhawk early January for the Johnny O tournament. It's like a pro scratch amateur event. And unbeknownst to me, when you turn 60, Dell, who runs the event, who's on it for years, a great event. He said, uh, because you do understand now that you're 60, you get to play the forward tees. I went, what? <laughs> goes, yeah. So I get in the first tee in the tournament. And my my partner, Nico Bellini, great, great amateur player. I'll see him next week um, when I'm in Newport. But um, we get in the first tee. And these two young kids are, you know, they're on the, it's a, you know, pro and a scratch. Or they're a lot younger. Uh, everyone is now. And I go back to their tee and I said, hey, guys, uh, see that tee about 30 yards up? That's where I'll be. And they're like, what do you mean? <laughs> Come on, you 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 played professional, blah blah blah. I said, listen, I earned it. <laughs> I earned right. my sixty, and I'm going to take it. I don't care. That's I have right. no pride. Yeah. So it, so it was fun. That's big news. Uh, so for, uh, first off, I got to ask you about the new show, the Rocco Hour, uh, Series yeah. XM. Uh, we're talking to you on Monday. I think it's debuting tomorrow, Tuesday the seventh. Tell us mm -hmm. a little about what we can expect uh, from the new show. I have no idea. No, um, <laughs> it, it's going to be like the rest of my life, kind of chaos. Mm. It'll be a it'll be chaotic. It'll be fun. I've I, I have a lot to say, and I've seen a lot. Um, sure. Over let's see, twenty seven years on the regular tour, and this is my eleventh on the champions. So that's a lot of years. See if you add that up, it comes up to right around thirty eight years of this stuff. Wow. Um, so I, it's like I said, I haven't done amazing things, but I've seen them all. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I remember pretty much everything. That's my curse. And um, I have a lot to say, um, a lot to say about what's going on now. Um, just what you, what I see and I pay attention to everything, even though I still love watching the kids play out there. It's just how it's changed. And I have a lot of stuff and I'm a music complete psycho and um, a very, very huge rush fan from pretty much. I don't remember since 1978, maybe since, permanent waves came out give or take um and i had mr lifeson who's lead for lead guitar for rush write the opening music and the music doing the show for me oh nice wow. really really I, I i mean it was so cool to be able to say hey al would you just i mean it probably took them an hour they're genius because yeah. <laughs> they, they do it on the computer and then he tried he, he played i said i just want it i don't necessarily want it to be rush i just want it to be you mm -hmm. now the ending the ending of the show is really cool because it's the music is rush. Um, and you'll hear it tomorrow at the, at the end of the grand finale of 2112. So it'll be cool. It's a little different, but yeah. I'm, I'm very honored. Nice. I mean, it's so cool that, that he would even do that for me. And he was so excited to do it. So he's going to be one of my first guests. I hope depends on if I can get him in you know, the right time and stuff, but nice. uh, I'm not going to tell many rush stories until he's on, because there's a lot of stuff over since 92 we've, we met. So a lot okay. of stuff. Okay. Mm -hmm. Nice. Is there anyone within golf who you're 
looking forward to maybe having on as a guest? I'm not really sure. I, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I think I, I'd love to have Trevino on. Um, mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time with him over the years and he's helped me so much with um, wedges and understanding things. Um, uh, it, it just depends. I can get, you know, on our tour, we have the best players over 50 on earth. I mean, so I can get, you know, I'll be able to do whatever. Well, I guess I, I would think they would come on. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they won't. But um, <laughs> I'm not going to assume anything. But, you know, stuff like that. It'd be cool to get Tiger sometime. Don't think that'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> but eventually I'll try. Eventually I'll try. All I can do is say no. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I will get the 2008 U.S. Open out of them. I promise you I will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I probably won't. I'm just talking a little too loud there. But um, yeah. it, it would be cool to talk to him for 15 minutes about it that'd be kind of fun for me yeah um, for sure but you, you never know you never know sometime maybe I'm, i may throw the question out someday for him. i don't know have you ever talked to him about that no like, okay interesting since no, that it, no i haven't talked yeah. to him much at all it's like you know we i Different. just haven't and yeah. um but i've watched and i i i uh you know, what, what he's doing now, you know, obviously with the accident, that threw a whole wrench into everything with the other comeback, sure. obviously. Um, the fact that he can even walk is amazing, and his life can be somewhat normal. Mm-hmm. And now we're greedy because we want more from him. See, we haven't given mm-hmm. us enough. We don't want more. Right. <laughs> and I'm in the same boat. I want to see more, and I know there is more. Um, and it looks like he wants to give us more. Yeah. But, you know, from what we saw at Riv, um, <laughs> I mean, walking four days there, playing pretty darn solid. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I see things that are amazing still coming, but that's just me. I've said it for the last 12 or 13 years. Right. And people would look at me like, what are you? He's done. I went, I don't think he's done. Yeah. He'll tell you when he's done. I, I know he'll tell us when he's done, but I don't think he's done yet at all. Right. At all. Well, curious I, your thoughts. Do you, do you think he should have added another start, you know, to get some reps? Or do you think – you know, obviously this is kind of his new normal now, but do you think that yeah. lack of tournament reps is, is going to be a, a factor for him? I don't know. I thought he's, I think he saw a lot at Riv about what, because Riv is, is one of the best golf courses. It's my favorite tournament course I've ever played in, in all hmm. my years of playing. Um, um, you know, especially when it was an original Thomas. Um, they screwed around with it a little bit and, and messed it up, but it's still Thomas. Hmm. Um Another thing I'll be talking about too, by the way. So, um, there we go. Nice. It, it, it's, I think what he saw there and the striking ability he still has is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he's reaching 180 ball speeds, doesn't look like he's even trying. Mm-hmm. And, and what we're forgetting, in, in my opinion, this is the greatest person who ever swung a golf club, period. Okay. With 10 mm-hmm. or 12 years of seriously ridiculous injuries. Who mm-hmm. knows what the numbers would have been? Mm. He'd have been well into a hundred victories if he didn't, you know. But right. you know, things happen, and and you know that's a you know it's kind of it would have been cool to see that. But I, nothing he does surprised me. It never did. But what I saw at Riv, and I think what everybody saw at Riv was, wait a minute, he can still do exactly. He was driving up with the big guns all day. Yep. yep. So that tells me a story, you know. And he's always he was he was probably the best iron player of all time. Him and Jack. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Trevino, obviously, but you know, there's a bunch of guys, but he's one of the best of all time. So he putted like decent. I mean, his short game looked, I mean, I don't know if he needs the reps. Maybe, I mean, obviously, he can, just, he's the one who decides it, but you're going to Augusta National. I guess that's his next one, right? Yeah. Um, right. Uh, he's, he, he kind of knows what's going on there. And he has the length still. See, that's what, 
what everybody was going, oh, he's not going to be able to hit it. Well, he's moving it out there pretty good. Is it, mm. I mean, he doesn't need to hit any further than he is now. I mean, I don't think he does. <laughs> so he probably does, of course, but I, I don't think. <laughs> and and he's hitting it straight. I mean, it's just good. It, it, it'll be cool to see what happens. Nothing would yeah. surprise. Nothing. While we're talking about him and obviously 2008, I just wonder, like, is I'm obviously you must think about this all the time, but would your life actually be that different if you had won now that you look at it 15 years later? Would would things really be that different or, you know, just, well, being, just being in that moment kind of enough? Yeah, to... I've, I've said this a, a few times. Um, of course, that was the most coveted thing I would ever wanted to win was our national league. Right. What made it? What would have made it more coveted? It was. It would. It was against him, alone, playing yeah. eighteen holes in front of the world, nowhere to hide, all that stuff. That was the coolest thing ever. But now that you look back, I don't think. Let me put it this way: I certainly wouldn't have a seven-year-old daughter. Pretty sure. Hmm. Pretty sure I probably would never have married Jess. I think my life. I mean, I'd like to think I'd be okay with it, but if you're going to hand me billions of dollars after that i don't know what would have happened you know i was i was i wasn't drinking as bad then as i was a few years later you know five or six years later when the pain came back hmm. um, and then after the pain left i continued drinking because it was fun but um <laughs> oops but i and you know i knew that would cause a problem and, and that's obviously over with but i don't know what would have happened i, I really right. don't know but i tell you what it, it would have been great to see what would have happened of course yeah. But I don't think I'd be where I am now. And, you know, who knows? Who knows? It's hard to, I mean, who knows? But right. yeah, yeah, obviously, I, I mean, it, it was devastating as far as I was sad for a while. It didn't destroy my game because I didn't, right. I didn't lose that open in a way you could to where it would destroy your world. You know, it would destroy right. your world. It, it just didn't happen that way. Um, I blinked on the first playoff hole and that was the end of that. I mean, but it was just one of those things where I learned so much about what my whole life of golf was in that day yeah not the week that day with him you know they're all expecting me to get destroyed and and not that never even it, was, it looked like it was going to happen but i was i was ready to go and and i i really felt like i was going to win that golf tournament because i was hitting it better than anybody else that right. week i mean in opens to, you know fairways and greens usually bring home the silverware um but uh, you know, that's just how I look at it. It, it, it hurt for a while, but then winning fries a couple years later, huge. Because yeah. I mean, if the open was my last thing, that's still fine, but mm -hmm. I didn't want it to be. Right. And at almost 48, I snuck in fries on, on, on them, and that was really cool. That was really cool. But um, I'll never forget it. I remember like it was yesterday. I love talking about it. Doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. yeah. At all. And do you still have you... the, uh, do you still have the saber tooth? Lying around somewhere? You no, know, I, I, I think my caddy has it. Matthew has it. Okay. Um, but I'm getting rid of all. I'm getting rid of all my memorabilia. Not that it's that much. Um, you know, some of the Augusta National stuff and and the U.S. Open. But I'm getting rid of it all. Wow. Just because it's it's sitting in a box. No one looks at it. No <laughs> one really cares. I mean, I know what I did. It's okay. I don't have to have it sitting <laughs> up in a case somewhere. So I'm kind of. It's gone. It's all gone. So. Right. Um, you know, when you get older, you think about things that really matter. I mean, it really doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> now, if I had the well, U.S. Open trophy, probably going to keep that. <laughs> that's, that's a keep. Probably that's a keep, keep that one on the on the. I've got to have it somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
what up? You know, you you're really solid in playoffs. You beat Curtis Strange in a playoff. You beat mm. Elkington in a playoff, and obviously mm-hmm. you went 15 holes with Tiger. What um? I wonder about that final. You know, now they don't do the full day 18 hole playoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think about that? And then also, when you started that day, did you know that the what was it? Seven was right. The first extra hole that you went to. Did you know that that was going to be the extra? Yeah, extra hole? Yes, they, yes, they told us that. And okay, a lot of people have said, "Well, of course they picked number seven. It's a left to right hole, and blah blah yeah. blah." Well, first of all, Mike Davis picked that hole a year before the tournament started. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah. Secondly, secondly, well, how? First of all, nineteen holes. Really, that that's not going to happen. First playoff, no. that's probably not going to happen. Right. What well, happened both times, people were going, well, they picked that hole for Tiger. I said, no, they didn't. <laughs> the, was picked. The, the 17th is right, right on the left, just to the left of 18 green. It's perfect. Yeah. Everybody yeah. walked over to the 8-7, and there we were. If you have to go to one, they got to all get up and go, oh, it's a nightmare. It wouldn't have worked. Right. Um, so, no, that – but, but um, yeah, we knew I, – I think – well, we knew before, when we got to the thing that there's, this, there's a playoff and there's extra holes, it's number seven. Okay. And you're, you're going like, well, why would they even tell us? Who cares? Well, yeah. that happened. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, go, so, of course it happened. Of course it did. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like that they did away with the 18 hole thing? No, 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 no. no, okay. no. That's no. great. Every major, in my opinion, which really doesn't hold much, every major championship, every, every major championship should be decided, decided by 18 holes. Wow. Okay. That's right to be. Too damn yeah, important. It takes away the randomness. Yeah, and all right. of a sudden now they're talking about well the TV. Well, when did TV have anything to do with like 30, 50 years ago? Right, it was an eighteen hole playoff, and I think almost all the majors. I think the British was thirty six. There was a I think yeah. something like that, something crazy. Yeah. I, I don't remember, but um, but I know that they were all eighteen hole playoffs. Augusta was eighteen holes. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all eighteen holes. So now. You know, I, I don't like it. Um, it's never going to change. It's always going to be that way. But we were the last ones. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Uh-huh. Rocco, I was just wondering, you know, you said, you know, if you had the chance to talk to Tiger uh, about the 08 U.S. Open, you've thought about it a lot. What What would you ask him? Like, what what's one of the one or two things that you're like, you can't wait to ask him once you do get him on your show? I think what is my opinion. And like, I think. See, Tiger knew we had played a lot before that. Mm. And I'd always played really well with him because I liked the chaos. I liked the noise. I liked the insanity that he brings to the golf tournament. I I love that. I love that. A lot of guys don't. Mm. And that doesn't make them any worse or better than me at all. It just makes them, they don't like it. I did. So I remember, see, back in 1999, I played with Tiger the last two rounds at the Phoenix Open and won the golf tournament. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was like huge. He was the number one ranked player in the world. We were a little, we talked more than because I was out there more than obviously. And, you know, and I played some tournament rounds with him. I played really good mm-hmm. all the time with him. One one year I played crappy in Hawaii, Kapalua with him. When was about 90 and he shot like 70 and I shot five or six over, whatever. But that's the only time I played not good with him. So I think, I don't know. I, I, if, if you look at Sunday's round, Monday's round, and I've, I've, I haven't watched it that many times, especially lately, but maybe earlier, he never fist pumped once. And he had about 15 opportunities. Mm. Well, not 15, maybe seven or eight opportunities. And he did. Never once. Yeah. 
God. Now, I don't know why that is. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know why that is, but I think, I, I really think he knew that I didn't care that it was him. Mm -hmm. And that's not a disrespectful comment. That's like, the only person that can make me play bad is me. Mm -hmm. He can't mm -hmm. make me play bad. I love watching him play golf. I watched every shot he hit that day. Yeah. <laughs> It was just another day of golf. I mean, obviously it was a big day, but it was a golf. It was a golf tournament, another round of golf with the man. Yeah. In front of the world, nowhere to go. It was the greatest thing ever. I wish we could do. I wish I could do it every weekend. Yeah. But, but I, I don't know. I'd like to ask him because I, I know when I started to make that comeback there in the middle of the round, I wonder what he was thinking. Mm -hmm. He's probably going, all right, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> I just had a three-shot lead. Yeah. And now I'm one back. What the yeah. hell just happened? I wonder what it, I mean, I'm sure it didn't phase him, but I'm like, he yeah. had to be going, holy crap. Yeah. This thing was over an hour ago. So right. that was kind of cool. I, I'd love to know what he was thinking, but he may not even remember. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was a long time ago. Um, but um, I, I still watch him closely. I, I, I love, I love, I love what he's done for the game. I'm glad that he's healthy. I'm glad that he can walk around with his kids and his son is ridiculous. He's going to be ridiculous. Charlie's amazing. And like I said, I don't know. I mean, Tiger's an acquaintance. I don't know him that well. I mean, I don't have yeah. his phone number. Um, I've never bothered him ever. Mm. And um, you know, I made some comments probably a few years ago about what caused his issues on his back and the teachings he was getting. That may not have sat well with him, but that's okay. Mm. That's okay. It was just greed because I wanted him to play better more often. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Something you, like that. Yeah. You mentioned 99 winning at Phoenix. I want to ask yeah. you, you know, it's become such a spectacle. And obviously this year, the designated event status and everything else. Was it, you know, how different was it in 99? I, you were playing with Tiger, so it was obviously pretty crazy then. But you you watch it on TV now and you see how crazy it is. How how different is it now versus then? Back then it was more of a golf tournament. Now okay. it's not. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I, I think it's a joke myself. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a joke. It's it's yeah. um when people get in your office and mess with you, that's a problem mm -hmm. with me. Mm. So I gave them I mean, over the years I gave people a lot of heat on that because don't you dare come to my office and mess with me because if you do, you're gonna have to get it. Because yeah. I don't I didn't you know, I had a lot of people tossed on that deal. Okay. But um it, it's just no but back then, half a million people came through the gates, 99. And mm. I have a fact, in fact, that's one thing I have up on my wall. Ooh. The Phoenix Open scoreboard, 422,000 people came through the gates that week. Wow. Um, yeah, I have that little, see it, see it there above the golf yeah. cart? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, cool. yeah. Mm -hmm. that's one thing I have up there. You know why? Because his name's on there. Okay. And, it's, and it's below mine for one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's kind of cool but um, you know everybody also asked about that day how could you have so much fun and of course i was nervous as hell of course i was you know i was nervous in a good way mm -hmm. um but i guarantee he was too so you know it, 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 if you're not you're dead you have no chance but um it, it was too much fun it was too much fun um i didn't get there by accident um i didn't play good for four days by accident um uh, it wasn't amazing that I got in the playoff. If you think about it, what he did to get there was Tiger. That's what, yeah. he, that's what the great players do things that we did. That's why they're great players. And that's why we're just players. And, and um, those guys have something else that we don't have. If we knew what it was, maybe we'd be great players, but we obviously didn't because he did things that you don't do. 
he did it all the time. Torino, Nicholas, Watson, uh, all the big guns, Hogan, Snee, they all had something special. You know, Rory, um, Mickelson, all those guys, they're great players. We're just players, and that's okay. <laughs> well, I mean, you did just shoot a 63 at age 60, so you're, you're, you're pretty – You know pretty what? You know what? Don't sell I'm yourself still, short. I should have I, – I had a shot at it. Okay. shoot my age, and I was right there, and I just about did. <laughs> I missed a few. I had a terrible shot in 18, but um, I had a chance coming in to get that, to get to shoot 60, which would have been really cool, but I didn't. Yeah. Too bad. Maybe uh, I'll have another chance again. Yeah, you'll have another. Um, all right. Yeah. Before we wrap up, just one last thing. It is Players Week, uh, and you mm-hmm. have a pretty good record there because obviously yeah. nobody has a great record there. You have three top sixes. What huh? uh, What about that course uh, allowed you to play well? And what And who do you? What kind of player do you see doing well there? Well, I lived there 17 years, so oh, I yeah. played that golf course probably more than anybody else still. Yeah. So I usually played. I didn't. I didn't hit a lot of balls. Well, I did, but I played more. But TPC is, I mean, it's one of my favorites in the whole world. Um, um, but it, Pete did a great job there, obviously, and he, he fools you from the tee. There's plenty of room to drive, but if you don't drive good there, you can't. You don't get to play good. It's just that mm-hmm. simple. And the angles and stuff. You look at what Rory did a couple of years ago when he won. You know that tee shot on 18. There's nowhere mm-hmm. for him to hit it. There's nowhere for him to hit it. Right. They hit it so far. If they miss by a little bit, they can't mm-hmm. find their ball. It's just hard right. to drive good. Those guys. Because I hit it so far, um, but it's you know it's it's just really a cool place. But you have to it's a striker's you know look what JT did a couple of years ago. It's mm-hmm. a striker paradise, and usually the best striker wins because it's hard to get it up and down a lot there. And, and you get it in the right spot, but if you don't, the whole game's over. It's brutal. It's a really cool place, and um, it, it's one. It was always one of my favorites, you know, because you know that finish, the finish is is remarkable. It's remarkable. Yeah. And the yeah, clubs, yeah. these kids are hitting into these holes now, mother of the blessed heart of Christ. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. I remember on holes like a 15. I mean, if we'd get a seven or eight iron in our hands, it was like, oh my God, I hit that one far. Right. Or, or 16. I remember hitting a lot of hybrids, three woods, maybe a three iron occasionally, you know, sometimes downwind, maybe a four, but not really often. I mean, mostly yeah. woods into that three. No, they're in seven irons. Yeah, Nine, uh, you know, six times. But that's every sport. Every sport, the athlete has gotten bigger, stronger, and faster, and that's yep. what's happened to our sport. None wrong with that. Yeah, none wrong with that at all. I have to ask: Does the phrase "Does the phrase drip king" mean anything to you, Rocco? What do you mean? You wore oh. an unbelievable outfit at the senior PGA, and you pulled it off. Hoodie, oh, yeah. joggers, J- oh, Jordans. Yeah. Amazing to pull it off at your age, look that good, and the reception on social media was amazing. Yeah, you know what's funny is, um, you know, I wore back in my tour days and earlier on in the championship, so I had all the expensive pants and the silly expensive belt buckles and belts. Uh-huh. And I got I'm kind of in the alligator shoes and the lizard, uh-huh. all that stuff, and it was great. But I'm like, you know, I'm kind of done with this. I'm just done. I'm just going to kind of relax, take it easy have a little bit of fun. And everyone says, while well, you're trying to dress so young, well, the Jordans, Michael's 60 years old. Thank you. Okay, Michael's 60, <laughs> as am I. And I'm not dressing to be younger. I'm just dressing to be more comfortable. The Lululemon, right. the Lululemon stuff that I wear, I always laugh. I go to a couple stores here in town and talk to the people there. I, I keep looking up, looking for an, uh, 
age thing on the wall. There's no like age, like you can't be over 50 to buy. There's no, no right. I don't see that on there. Right. So I, don't, I don't get it. And I don't get it. I'm not trying to be younger because I'm not young. Right. Um, but I'm just trying to be comfortable and a little different. And, and if, it's like I say, if you don't like it, go watch someone else. There's plenty <laughs> right. of guys who watch. I mean, right. Lanny, Lanny busts my ass on TV about it. I mean, he, and he goes up to my caddy, Pete, and says, what the hell is he? Why isn't he wearing shoes today in the Pro-Am? Because I don't want to. How's that? How's that? Throw me out. Throw me out. There's no rules. So it's like, it, 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 why does he have a shirt on top? Because I don't want to tuck it in. I've done that. I did that my whole life. If you don't like it, watch somebody else. Yeah. I don't understand it. If you don't want me to be on TV, don't put me on TV. I do not care. I don't. So I don't know. I don't know if that's a great attitude, but that's the one I have. I love that's, it. That's why you're the best, Rocco. <laughs> well, Rocco, thank you so much uh, for taking the time. Everybody check out the Rocco Hour, Tuesday yeah. night at 7 on Sirius XM. And good luck the rest of the year. Good luck uh, shooting your number one day, your age. Thank you. Yeah, we'll give it a shot. Thank What's you. And I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to the radio show. We'll see how I do. I have no yeah. idea. All right. Thanks again to Rocco. You know, I actually, like, during I almost said something. I, like, feel bad now. With just, I mean, you guys know, I'm like, the, you guys too, the craziest of crazy Tiger fans, especially right. back then. I wasn't a golf writer, so I could say it. I was at my parents' house watching. Yep. They thought I was going to like hurt myself with yeah. Tiger lost. I, you know, I was like devastated. When he made that putt to tie it, I was going crazy. They were oh. like hugging me. They were like, oh, thank goodness he's going to be okay. <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm rooting against Rocco. I feel like so bad because on the flip side, you have this great guy. It was his only chance to win a major. So I kind of feel bad, Rocco. But Tiger's Tiger's Tiger. You guys yeah, remember he, that? I mean, you guys were watching that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I ran outside my... in the driveway. I was yeah, fucking running was up and down, epic. calling people. My yeah. friends were calling me. It was That's unbelievable. Like... <laughs> I was in college, and it was, like, the first time I had a, a real job. And it was a Monday, and, like, you know, yeah. it's like I actually had to work. So I got it on my computer. Like, the boss was a, a golf fan. I was like, hey, you could actually, like, track this on the computer. You know, oh, wait, yeah. like, that's kind of a newish thing. <laughs> Yeah. So we were like watching and he would like come in and pop in like, Hey, you know, how, how's Tiger doing? Oh, he's up two, he's up three. So yeah. Yeah. That was like, I think that was my favorite day of golf in 2019 is, is up there. But the fact that I wasn't a golf writer, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, could actually really be a fan. It. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I think I've told this. I, my, I was a sports reporter and usually I would have been fine to watch all Monday, but some team, a Marinette had won the state championship and they were having, the last minute, my boss was like, oh, you have to go to the school. There's a parade. <laughs> oh my and you God. have to like talk to some people. I'm like, are you? I do remember you saying that. I remember it was on. I was listening to like Mac, Mike and the Mad Dog. And they're like, weren't supposed to be doing it. But they were giving like play by play, basically. So I missed when Rocco was talking about. It, I missed that run. I felt a little better when I went because Tiger had kind of like taken control. Mm -hmm. And I get back in the car and I'm like, wait, Tiger's losing. I'm like, ah. And I raced home and I saw the last like few holes at least. But. Wow, what an we can't we can't do play by play. That's the no, best. Yeah. We can't do play by play, but he uh just hit <laughs> but oh birdie putts on the way. Oh, he almost had it. I was working for my dad construction high school summer job. So I literally was like, Yeah, I'm not going. I'm not, not going to that. <laughs> that was the best. Very nice. Um, okay, we got a big one this week, the players championship. Uh man, we have been heavy hitting tournaments so far with this run this is the fourth designated event in five weeks obviously this is the big one with the 25 million purse i think it's 
five to the winner. I think four people will make over a million who don't win the tournament, which is obviously unheard of on the PJ tour, pretty wild stuff. Um, and then of course you get that golden trophy. I, I like the, the crystal trophy. I don't want to say it, but I, they switched to the golden trophy, but um, the players championship. So guys, um, thoughts on the players, um, especially after heartbreaking week, we got to pick mm. ourselves off the mat here, get back in the mix. Um, where are you starting CP? I, I say this now, I, it won't last, but I would really like it to be a single bullet week. I've already fired that single bullet, and uh, it is on Patrick Cantley, 20 to Ooh. 1 yesterday, last Ooh, night. 16 um, now. Yeah. We, just t- we just talked to Rocco. He was talking about, you know, it's going to be the best ball striker, the guy who's striking the hell out of it. That was an unbelievable round Patrick Cantley played yesterday. He's kind of, uh, he didn't have a great week at waste management, I think, then bounced all the way back at rib. I think he was like, kind of changing up his clubs or the weights or whatever. So whatever he did there seems to have come together yesterday. He almost, I mean, he was right there, almost got to eight under and uh, obviously that didn't get into a playoff, but came pretty close. So not the best history. I think he's got a couple top 25s. That was back in May. He has missed the cut both times um, in March, but um, I don't know, playing well last week. So played well on Bermuda. That's a good sign. And I uh, had a good finish at rib. So hopefully going to just stick with um, Patrick Cantley this week. I could see myself adding his best buddy, Xander Shoffley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fact that Xander's at like 25 to one is kind of crazy. You know, both of them you think of as like, they really specialize in, in Cali on the, on the West coast. So maybe Cantley is putting that can't play in Florida narrative to bed, you know, with last week. So I don't, I don't mind that. He's got to get off to a better start. It seems like he really puts yeah. his foot on the gas on the weekend. Yeah. Like that's how he gets in the top five. So if right. he gets off to a hot start, I'm with CP there. Um, I feel like Scheffler's going to get overlooked again. He like mm-hmm. consistently it's Rory and Rom, and you know, that's the featured group this week and it's going to be amazing. I feel like Scheffler, you know, yesterday on Sunday, he gets off to a really bad start. And if he doesn't, I think he wins, um, you know, by a, a few shots, actually. Yeah. And I, I just feel like for whatever reason, he doesn't get the credit that this guy is due. And, you know, I think he's a great player of his generation and he adds a players to his to his belt this week. I, I feel pretty strongly. Um, he's just got a complete game. And, uh, yeah, I, I feel like that's the single bullet I would fire. I haven't done it yet, but I, I'm talking myself into it, I think. Wait, so there, there's a Rory Rom pairing and not Scheffler. Who's the third? Do we know who the third guy? Is? It's the three of them. Yeah. Oh, it oh, is a three. I was gonna say that would be the ultimate disrespect. No, right. <laughs> it wasn't in there. Okay, okay. If they put Tom, Tom, Tom Hoagie Rory. in that group. <laughs> oh, hey, I have a ticket on Tom Hoagie too from a few weeks ago. This <laughs> should uh, you would That's think so this is a Tom Hoagie yeah, track, this, just firing yeah. darts. So I don't first know. round leader. Where is he? Hundred hundred to one, Tom Hoagie. Wow, that's what I got a few weeks ago. I thought it was sharp to put it in. He's still the same number. (laughs) He hasn't really done. You know, Kitayama's still down in that hundred to one range. Um, uh, Adam Scott, hundred to one. Wow, interesting. That's nice. Webb, hundred to one. He had eight birdies yesterday. I think. Did I? Did he really? Six in a row on the back. We were kind of writing him off in that one event, but then he uh, he played. He made the cut and he played okay. And now, yeah, he's been playing better. And saved his career. Steve may have saved his career. 
that a few years ago, I mean, he just trounced yeah. the field here. He was unbelievable that week. Um, yeah, it's interesting. By the way, CP will be heading down there tomorrow. That'll be fun. Fifth, fifth straight year. Webb was Webb was my first players. Webb was your first. Interesting. Uh, that Tiger was that was, was Tiger Tiger Major Weekend Charge uh, Major players charge. too. That was that was a last one in May. Scorching yep. hot. Mm. That was. Oh, I loved it when it was May. It was baked up round. Yeah, it, it was great. It. Yeah, um, very yeah, very good. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know I don't know I can't. Uh, Shoffley, I want to go back to. I thought he was in the hunt this past week. Really, just fell off in that third round. Obviously, yeah. Um, I'm seeing- he and Cantley both got royally screwed last year, as as half the field did. But right. Um, that's right. That's they were right. Both right there, and um, you know, just total total. Got, yep. got gusted on 17 and 18, the both of them. Yep, yep. And I'm seeing some Tom Kim love out there. We haven't heard much from yeah, him the last yeah. few weeks. But uh, obviously, this is a course that, you know, doesn't favor Shorter. the bomber. One of the only yeah. courses that doesn't really favor a bomber. So maybe that plays into his strength. He's in that 40 to 1 range. Obviously, Sungjae, 40 to 1 as well. Sungjae, going to be tough. Going to be tough to lay off Sungjae. Yeah, very tough. I think he was 35. He's dropped now to 40. So yeah. I'm probably going to place a little on those two guys i mean he's a major you kind of got to make a few bets here i mean it's like the fifth major i know i know uh um, is it legal in florida i kind of want to get to florida and just not it not is not to log in it's you know not, i did okay. check when yeah. i was there last week and that's why i was i, I just kind of assumed it wasn't and i should have checked but it was nice because i didn't, it didn't make me uh over bet i just kind of took the you know the time off i'd had the hovland bet and the the Z and the Hovland bet. That was it last week. So at least I got a sweat out of it. Um, any, I like uh, the hoagie first round leader. First round leader oh, here is always like Bo Van Pelt or somebody takes the first round lead. So I, I kind of love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any other thoughts? I know CP's got a, a haircut to get to. He's got to look sharp. <laughs> got to look sharp. Camera's catching it. Maybe, maybe he'll be getting in the Netflix show next year. Yeah. If he hangs out with Danny, Danny R down there, we'll see. <laughs> Um, any any other th- thoughts here? Harris English and mm. Johnny Vegas as well. I might fire some bullets on, on both of them. Yeah, Vegas has played well here in the past. He's looked good. Um, so like top forty kind of bet on Vegas, like in that mm-hmm. he's two hundred fifty to one. He's not gonna win, but like <laughs> no, yeah, English that was that was brutal being on you, him yeah, at Honda you... where he shot like eighty and then he almost won. Yeah, you at least he didn't win. You would have you would have been that, was, that would have been tough. That devastating. Devastating. Yeah. Um and Jason Day, we talked Francesco we talk down here 130. Oh. Chesco's had better. a nice and he's a good Florida guy. He played yeah. well weekend, Bay Hill. Um, I was gonna say Jason Day, we've mentioned before, I think he was 35 to one a couple weeks ago. He's now up to 28 to one. Another solid finish from him. I mean, man. He looks like he's kind of back. I mean, yes. he's not putting like, you no. know, his couple years he was breaking the strokes game putting record. So he's not doing that. But the ball striking is back. I mean, it's, it's pretty impressive. So, yes. Might be I think third in strokes game, weighted strokes game in the last 36 rounds, Jason Day. I was going to say, I got invited to the Knicks game tomorrow night in, in a company box. So I'll be living wow. cards tomorrow well, night. Not Just our company. Oh <laughs> no, 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 not <laughs> our company. <laughs> yeah, I wish. Yeah, it's Zaslav. Uh no. 
It's uh it's a buddy. I don't even know where he works. Some finance bullshit. You know? <laughs> and, uh, but but through the invite out for a Tuesday night of all nights when I'm in the city anyway, right? Bang. Uh, bang. So I'm I had to get the permission, of course, Steve, as you know, very tough, but uh got to go. I'm all the way in. I, mean, I, I checked in, what was it, Friday night? Like in the last minute, oh, you're in. Hit the, the buzzer beater. Yeah. And then I watched the whole game last night, probably the first two games I've actually watched. So I'm in. I, they're, I guess they're for real. I, this Josh Hart acquisition, I, I did love when I heard unbelievable it. Unbelievable. Um, I don't like got, them wearing number three. I, I do think Starks. That is tough. It's tough. But, but if anybody, he's a, he's a, I like the effort he gives. He's a very underrated player, Hart. That was a great trade. Um, yep. Hopefully, it was incredible. Nine game winning streak for the, the Nova guys. Nova guys. Hey, they're winners, dude. Nova Jay guys can ball. It's That's culture. Right. Fundamentally it's sound. Cool. They win. They play defense. They play hard. Can't teach that. That's big East, big East basketball for you. That's right. I, I got. I got to admit. So anyway, I'll be excited to head to the Garden. I know you guys have gone to the Garden a few times recently for ball games and whatnot, but uh, yeah, should be good. Um, and uh, CP, have a great week down there at TPC Sawgrass. Um, Steve, you know, have a good week. Okay. <laughs> keep, keep killing it's my it. Birthday. It's at my birthday on Friday, too, so big, big oh, week. Nice, oh, big I week. Hate this, but yeah. yeah, so living, living large this week, yeah. Uh, all right, <laughs> thanks again to everybody. Maybe I'll get the Rocco, the Rocco cigar out. Really, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks again to Rocco Media for joining us. Thanks as always to our producer Greg Gottfried. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Check back next week. See you, our guests. Both our guys completely fumbled the tournament away. Oh, too. God. heartbreaking. Yeah.